Valley of Spice. We'll do it live. Do it live. We'll write it and we'll do it live. What do we have here? What is this? The handsome contest. Look at us. Who would have thought? Not me. Who's with me? Let's go. Come on. The Silver and Brown Show. 97.7 Hits FM. Good morning, party people. How the heck you doing? Happy Friday to you and yours. It's 531. Happy Friday to you, Carl freaking Brown. A very happy Friday indeed. And most of it based off a text message that we just received oh. here. Someone said, that's the first time I've heard Vaseline on your guys' station with no Nirvana ghost. Oh, yo, what? Have we finally corrected the Nirvana ghost? What's one of the other? Three Pistols is one of the other ones? Uh, yeah. 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 I'm not, I'm, I'm going to play the start of it. We're going to go, this is going to be a live. Live test. Yeah. Why is there two of them? I don't like that. Okay. That's the unedited album version. No. Got it. <laughs> not that one. Yeah. Okay. So here's what we're going to do. Again. For anybody who doesn't know what the Nirvana, Nirvana ghost is, we have this thing set up in our system that if dead air was to happen... An emergency playlist kicks in. Yeah. Now... And there are certain songs which for yeah. some reason, although there's no silence in them, detects silence yeah. or dead air. And the Nirvana ghost kicks in and you hear just a second of... What's the... What's the Bulls song? on Parade. Oh, oh Nirv- it's Nirvana's about a. Is it about a girl? About a girl. Yeah, I think it's about a that's girl. It. Yeah. Bulls on Parade was one of them. Yeah, yeah. Vaseline was one, and Tragically Hip Three Pistols is one. Is one so as well. Let's do hit live, station live test. Yeah, live test right now. You ready? Yep. Okay, here we go. All right. So I think it would have been there. Is that where it usually kicks in? I'm pretty sure. The all right part. Beautiful. So. I hear no ghost. Well, no, we never hear it. I guess so. It's true, not yeah. through like Ex- our headphones. It's external. Yes. So. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to cut that here. We'll see what Hits Nation says. We're getting no ghost. Is that, what, is that what the techs are saying right now? I believe so. Has it been? I, th- I figured they would have been like, oh, yeah, we figured the ghost thing out. Maybe they maybe it fixed itself. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! Could you imagine? Maybe that was the sacrifice uh, last Friday when my mixer went out. Oh right, when your microphone died. Yeah. Once that happened, it the ghost was like, "All right, now I can walk away yeah. <laughs> or float away." Or look at that, no ghost says Nothing. people. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, another one there saying no. Perfect. Right on. I was not prepared for that, honestly. And cheers up to engineering. Yeah, there well we done. go. Well done, Lon Lon. That a boy, Lonnie. The man. See, all we had to do was scream at the clouds for like a year and a half. That's all it takes. Yeah. Just be real loud about stuff until somebody fixes Come it. Come on, guys. If we're going to take anything from today's show, okay. that's what it's going to be. All right. Now, oh. everybody get on the train of the better Wi-Fi in studio and this third mic. Yes. Yeah. Those are the next <laughs> things that we need. The other mic fix. Those are the next things you're going to be loud about. Wi-Fi. <laughs> How was your Thursday evening? Did you yeah. get to anything? Yeah. No, it was very It was very uneventful. As was mine. Camp Soper. It was just sitting tight, hanging tight, and... I don't know. May I rec- <laughs> may I recommend never betting on the Denver Broncos? Oh my God, are they bad? <laughs> this is like the second time in three weeks that yeah. I've been absolutely screwed yeah. by how bad that team is. Remember when they were, once. Remember they were three and zero. Yeah. 
What a oh, fraud. Yeah, the, Fraudulent. But the first three teams they faced were a combined 0 and 9. Fraudulent. Oh, yeah. Absolutely fraudulent. Also, I'm hoping that we get a live zap on air. We have these giant flies that There's are very aggressive in studio. Yeah. And I brought my electric fly swatter to work. Excellent. And I want to get I want to get a zap live on air. A live zap? That would be the hope. Zap. That would be the hope. Zap. <laughs> we'll, we'll wait and see on that. All right. Sit in your ass for cash. Show us your hits. Uh, we got a bunch going on today, including a Hits Nation member who may be showing up with something today. Yeah, a Hits legend who yeah. has uh, threatened to uh, attack the building in some way today, yeah, basically. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, something like that, yeah. So we got a bunch going on today. How about we kick off a Friday show with some Pantera? We'll get nice and loud. No ghosts here. It's Walk, Soper and Brown Show. Good morning, party people. Let's go. 977 Hits FM with the Soper and Brown Show. You, you see this in the text box what, here? What? Uh, it said, uh, morning, boys. Uh, I'm off next week. Would love it if you give my buddy Dean a friendly suck it for me. Happy Friday from Big Sexy. Now, two texts before that, there's a guy named Dean. Yeah? Are Dean and Big Sexy listening together? Maybe. Dean <laughs> Dean thinks that the flies in studio might have been from the fridge you brought in. No, these are like old, fat, end-of-season Flies. They're and juicy. There's, there's just two of them. They're juicy. They're not small. Like there's not like a. It's not like an infestation. There's just these two old dogs flying around here. But uh, yeah, Dean. Last day. Suck it. It's from your buddy, Big Sexy. Let's, not from us directly. Let's get ready to suck it. <laughs> Anyways, uh, all right, dig of the day. Let's go to Michigan. Let's go uh, hang out in Michigan. Where the hell did my thing go? Deep into the woods of Michigan. It is. Oh, there it is. I've actually got the story in front of me. I got it. I found it. Uh, Okay. We have a man who robbed a house, a home invader. In Williamsburg. Yeah. Williamsburg, Michigan. Woman was watching TV, robbed a house. She screamed. Her husband told the intruder to leave, which is my favorite part of the story. Get out of here. Yeah, you have to go. All right. (laughs) Of course, they called the police. All right. Uh, the police showed up, and the thief decided, well, I'm going to take off. Yeah, he obviously bailed out, gone. Yep. Yeah. I'm going to head off into the woods, mm-hmm. which, solid sure. place to hide. Yeah, get right? out of there. Yeah. Very solid place sure. to hide. Get cops, off in the woods. Cops show up. He's not there. They say, yep. okay, we'll file a report. And I guess you're wondering, if you're the thief, how bad, are they going to bring the dogs for this, right? Yeah. Probably not. You're a home intruder. Yeah. I don't think they're bringing the dogs. You could probably just find a spot. Hold up for a little bit, a few hours. Find a major route, highway if you can, something yeah. like that. You might have to walk a little bit. Yeah, but that's fine, right? Yeah, sure. So, and then you can kind of move on with your day. Well, no, he decided to go deep, deep into the woods. Yeah, he picked a direction and picked the wrong direction. And he went so deep that he got lost in the woods. <laughs> so lost that he had to call nine one one for help. For help. His name's Kevin Ty. Got lost in a nearby wooded area, had to call the cops and ask for help. He eventually flagged down a state trooper and was charged with B&E. Wow. <laughs> Telling on yourself because you <laughs> couldn't figure out directions? Mom, come pick me up from the rap battle. <laughs> no, they saw you drop me off. They are pretty vicious about it. <laughs> come on, buddy. Pick a direction. Would East, you, west. Would you say his last name is Ty? Ty, something like that, yeah. T-I-G, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, sure, that's fair. All right. Well, Kevin, whatever your name is, you're absolutely our dink of the day. Soper and Brown, 97.7 Hits FM. Soper and Brown Show. 
555, just reading a little bit about this on Twitter here this morning. I think you have more in front of you. Yeah, I do. There is, this was, la- was this last night on a movie set? This was yesterday, uh, sometime during uh, during filming uh, on an independent film in New Mexico. I think the film's called Rust. Mm. Uh, Alec Baldwin, uh, this is according to the New York Times BBC report, uh, he fired a prop gun on set and killed a 42-year-old director of photography, uh, Helena Hutchins, and injured a man confirmed to be the writer's, uh, the film's writer and director, Joel Souza. So how does something like this happen? So this is a prop gun. It's supposed to have fake bullets or just... Prop, prop gun, yes. And so he, he fired it in a scene or in yep. some way, shape, or form and ended up hitting two people. Like, my my guess is, struck, like, yeah, struck was he going, killed. like, boom, 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 like... I don't, I don't know what film they were seeing or how, along, but I, I would like, assume it was a single shot of him where he's, you know, yeah. looking at a direct-to-camera and shooting. Yeah. Uh, that's why a, a, a DOP, a director of photography, was probably killed. And uh, I would assume the writer and director who was behind camera yeah. giving him direction. He, yeah, he must have, like, been doing, like, a, a Perhaps, yeah. one, two, yeah, and moving sure. along. Yeah. And, like, because yeah, it couldn't have just been one shot. I, no. Th- that is... An insane thing to think about. It's a it's an interesting story because obviously it makes news because it's Alec Baldwin who fired the the pistol the prop, yeah. the prop pistol, but it's not Alec Baldwin's fault. No, by any measure of of, but of how, the situation. How would that be hard to live with? Oh, it'd be extraordinarily tough. You know, his reputation is not the best as it is, so he yeah. gets lumped in with this. But like. Because nobody knows who the prop master is on the independent film Rust yeah. in New Mexico shooting yeah. right now. I don't know how this. I don't know how this gets through anymore. Like after after the Crow incident with Brandon Lee. Like, right. Yeah. This has happened do, before. Right. How does, how does this stuff in this day that and was, age of of workplace regulations and all that kind of stuff? How does this get through? Why were, why are real bullets in even this, on set? Yeah. Yeah. Great question. <laughs> like, does it lead you to wonder if, like, the prop person, like, wanted yeah, it, this to happen? I like, never really want to, like, speculate about because... I'm just making you know, a guess at this point. because lost light. But it, it seems, if if not, like, like if not intentional, just blindingly, you cost somebody your life because you didn't properly check your, your prop weapons? This person will get charged, I would assume, right? I would assume there there will be a full investigation into it. I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. I just wonder. Uh, it'd be a good question for for Shelby Knox, actually, who's got a little more insight. Yeah, into, she's worked behind the yeah, cameras and it, stuff. A little more insight into that world in terms because it is it is one person and one person only's responsibility uh-huh. to take care of weapons and things like that that'll be on set, and it's like that. So that no one can come in and tamper with them. Well, it's done that way purposely. It's your single sole purpose to make sure that prop is safe for use on set. And there's a reason why it's only one person who can touch it. Okay, so this is, um, a few people are texting in, because this was going to be one of my questions. Somebody said, you can get killed with a blank if it's close enough. Another person, vegan Mark, you can kill someone with blanks. If it's close enough? Yeah, I, I guess. Is that what, so I was always under the impression that it was just the sound of the gun. Like, I, mm-hmm. I I never thought something was actually leaving the gun because why would you need something to leave the gun? I'm not I'm not sure. 
Then we have enough movie magic. Well, that's to make what I that, thought, yeah. right? You don't need to be physically shooting rubber bullets or blanks mm-hmm. or whatever. I kind of just thought it was the sound, but yeah. is that the case? I'm not sure exactly, man. But, but for for it to be two people, yeah, I I'm under the impression. Have they said if it was real bullets, blanks? They haven't said anything like that. Not right? yet. No, it's just happened yesterday afternoon, so it's still very much developing. Is when I saw the story. My first guess, and again, all we can do is speculate. Mm-hmm. My first guess was real bullets made it in there. Because for two people to die, yeah. and for it to be blanks, for it to be close, and we're talking Baldwin put the gun up to the head of two people? Like, <laughs> yeah, he was firing, I assume, from some distance. Yeah. yeah, it seemed like it was a shot of himself. Like, And yeah, I just, uh, I'm just not sure how something like this can happen, how the utmost care isn't taken to make sure uh, that that's, uh, that's taken care of. Yeah, this person's here. Yes, yeah, so it's still a shell with yeah. gunpowder. Okay. Yeah, that's in terms of a blank. I just... I Could be something where there was fragments that were in the chamber of the gun that had not been cleared out, like these, a piece of something. These prop were, guns, yeah. can they shoot real bullets? That's a great question. Because I, again, was just would have guessed that a prop gun can't mm-hmm. shoot real bullets for this specific reason yeah so that if a real bullet makes it in it won't like that's i I don't know that's just i i was that would have been my guess and looking i'm just trying to look into sort like more like responsibility of who's on set for this kind of stuff and takes care of it and it's just uh i mean there's a million action movies filmed every year yeah where this stuff doesn't happen I just I wonder how. When did the Brandon Lee one? Ha- that was that was. Oh, it was back in the nineties. Early nineties. Yeah, like mid-90s? maybe like ninety four, ninety five. Yeah, mid nineties. Yeah. yeah. Uh, back in twenty seventeen, there was a uh, there's a stunt man uh, who passed away after a prop gun went off on a set. But it's um it's very rare. But it's it's so rare that I wonder why it happens at all. Yeah. It's just it's one of those things. Well, you know, keep an eye on the investigation as it goes through. Maybe I said we'll uh we'll pop some questions over to Shelby Knox and see if she's yeah. got some, yeah, some I'd information be on her behind the scenes I knowledge. Would be interested. The Silver and Brown Show. 977 hits FM. Carl Brown? Sir. We got one of the flies. We're down to one. One of the two down. I have zapped one of them. The other one now, wherever you are, your time, no. Your, your time's limited. We will get you some point this morning. With our special set of skills. <laughs> Namely this zapper. I like the person who texted and said, why don't you just use the nunchucks on the fly? Who do you, who do you think we are? <laughs> Got him. <laughs> then we'll get him a chopsticks after. Yeah, yeah. Oh, just right. snagged him. Perfect. <laughs> uh, all right, nine seven seven nine seven seven. You can text the show. Hey, you just said to me as I was trying to kill the fly. I was yeah. only half listening. But did you say, hey, you want to go on vacation? You a uh, you a cruise guy? I've never been on a cruise. Neither have I. No, I've never. Would been. you go? I, I would go on a cruise, yeah. For sure I would. I've, always heard, I've heard from some people. It's like some people are cruise people. Some people swear by it. Bubble guy on the machine. Right. It was a, it was a cruise that he meant to go on. Right. Uh, you know, a year and a half ago. Right. I've heard people speak well of them. I've heard people speak not so well of them. I think it, you know, much like uh, much like a resort, you kind of get what you pay for. Yeah, I don't know if you're like, I think it's, there's no like middle ground. I think you're a cruise person. Yeah. Or you're not a cruise person. You're living a bubble. Would you go on the Chris Jericho Rock and Wrestling Rager at Sea Cruise, yeah. which is uh, out on the waters of course right I'm. now? Of course. A little bit different here. Royal Caribbean planning for what it calls the longest and most comprehensive world cruise 
ever. Mm. Passengers will be on board the Serenade of the Seas for 274 nights. What? Nine months. Nine months. Yeah, that's a bit much. This cruise will visit all seven continents, more than 150 destinations in 65 countries and 11 great wonders of the world. Now, the idea of it sounds pretty incredible. Yeah. But who has that kind of time? Nine months. It's a long time. Will this be, by average, the oldest cruise ever to leave? Because, again... Who has nine months yeah, to be aboard this boat? You got to be retired, right? Complete, like, so retired. Yeah. <laughs> like, that you don't even have to. Like, it leaves, again, leaves here uh, December 10th, 2023, and will wrap up September 10th, 2024. You have to be to the point where you don't have to, like, even file taxes and do much because you're going to be on the boat. Yeah. Like, you have to do – how much pre-planning would you have to do to set yourself up for a nine-month vacation? I mean, yeah, you have to be retired. You have to be secured, running your own business. You maybe even, you can work from even then. Yeah, you can, are there going to be workstations on the cruise? You must where be, able be able to, work to from do there. stuff. Yeah, there has to be. Maybe you're an influencer. What happens if three months in, folks get sick of boat content? Yeah, you got to be real creative, I guess. Nine months on this thing. Yeah, and the average age is going to have to be older, right? Yeah. We are, we're all in agreement on that. Yeah, I would say so. Okay, let me let me pose this your way. Yeah. Let's say for and it's a hypothetical, okay? okay? You're going to be fine. You'll you'll continue to get paid. My job will still be here when yeah, I come back. Yeah, when to you get back, you get house to do your and everything's job. taken care of. You you get to go do this. We're just talking now about can you physically stand to be on a boat for 274 days for 9 months. Yeah. Could I mean, I mean, it's not a it's not a submarine, and people have done this, yeah. right? You know, people have set out if they've worked in the in the navy and stuff to be on boats for ex- like extremely long periods of time. Nine months of boat life. Could you do that? I think I think I could. I don't know. I I think I would go a little nuts though at some point. I do would you not? Lo- I would love it. You like if I knew? Yeah, I would. Again, that this is a hypothetical. Yeah. I'm would, gonna the whole yeah. life's gonna be fine. Uh huh. I could do that, yeah. Would you be like weird when you came back? Like, could you oh, could yeah. you sleep in a bed on solid land after sleeping on a bed at sea for that long? Yeah, and the boat's big enough that it's gonna feel like you're in a bedroom anyway. But you know, there's still a motion. Oh yeah, to what's going on? The sea on. legs that you, you know would come I mean? back with. It you'd would be, be hard. You'd be weird. You'd have to be you'd, a waterbed guy. You'd come back weird. You'd be a waterbed guy. You'd be an extreme, like, you'd have to come back from your boat life. It would take you weeks to assimilate. It would. It's like uh, when people get off, like, reality, like, the survivors and, like, the big brothers and stuff. They have to, like, get back into regular life. What do you think it costs? Oh, okay. There's a great I got question. the cost here. Okay. I will say it's got to be a pretty penny. $79,000. You know, your ballpark. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, rates will start at uh, over $60,000 oh. per person. Over sixty. So I'm sure there are some packages you can buy that are probably like a hundred grand, and it puts you in some stately room for your Man. nine months. One more grim, horrible question for you. Yeah. Nine months at sea. Yeah. Very much likely the oldest cruise ever to leave port. Yeah. Over under... 
uh-huh. on people that die on this boat. Oh, man. I'm sitting the over under yeah. at four and a half. You know what I was I was gonna say four. Four was gonna four be was my gonna answer. Be number? Well, that's a so good, that's good Vegas line. Yeah, then, that it? is a good line. <laughs> so I will take the under. The under. But I actually also wonder if this even goes the full distance. Yeah. I wonder if enough people go. I'm not. I can't do it. I'm very curious. I'm very curious to see if they sell this thing out. Oh. Things can change in nine months, man. That that's a down payment on a house. Yeah, it's a down payment on a house. Uh huh. Right. Somebody could get on there pregnant and have the kid on the ship. Oh my God, you're right. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. Right? Boat babies. <laughs> we got. We're talking boat we're babies. Talking boat babies. Okay. Two things before we move along. Number one, <laughs> yeah. boat babies is the band name. First yeah. album from band number one hundred and twenty-two. <laughs> from one twenty-two, <laughs> the first album from. Gentlemen in Berlin. <laughs> Both babies. That's so perfect. The other one I wrote down was Nine Months at Sea. Nine Months at Sea? Yeah, which yeah. is uh, number 70. From 70. <laughs> First album from Butt Nipple. When the hell did we talk about? When we were talking about the chick who did the tattoos as the, oh, the nipple replacement, yeah. but to practice, she did one on a butt. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Matt Soper, Carl Brown. The Soper and Brown Show, 97.7 Hits FM. There are, I would say, what, 90% of people saying, yeah, there's no way I'd go on this cruise. <laughs> Some people don't even believe it's real. Yeah. So, <laughs> so again, for anybody just tuning in, yeah, new cruise again, that you can uh, purchase tickets this for. This is from the uh, cruise line Royal Caribbean calling uh, for what they call the longest and most comprehensive world cruise ever. Passengers will be on board the Serenade of the Seas for 274 nights. Great nine, for a boat. Nine months. Uh, it's going to hit seven continents, uh, 150 destinations, 65 countries, 11 wonders of the world. Leaves December 2023, returning September 2024. You're going to spend Christmas, New Year's, Easter, your whole summer. Flag Day. Through Labor Day. Unbelievable. The whole thing. You're not even going to get to celebrate Flag Day at Starts home. at just over $60,000 per it's Down passenger. payment of a home, man. Yeah, I know. It's a down payment. 60 grand. Depending on the home, it could be a down payment and you could still have le- some left over for another vacation. Sixty grand to get on the boat, and plus you're going to have some expenditures on the boat. I mean, yeah. I- assuming you're not well, buying. I know there's a lot of inclusive stuff yeah. that's like on there. Would or whatever, this but be full inclusive? I wonder. I don't, they don't have full details on that of what the sixty. Got to be for nine months. That has to be part of it. Just I'm sure it has to include. Put your hands up. Yeah. Don't got to worry about it. Chill. That would make it easier. Yeah. <laughs> You'd get so squirrely. The amount of people who are like, that's ah, a murder boat. Yeah. <laughs> this is engineered to get rid of the olds. It seems to be the prevailing opinion of the uh, text box this morning. Another person said, what's to stop somebody getting on the boat and being like, I'm going on a murdering spree. You're on the water. <laughs> I mean, it's not impossible. I hope that's not what. Is are- this the plot for the next Halloween movie? Yes or no, Carl Brown? <laughs> Halloween Reborn on the seas. <laughs> they already went to space, didn't they? You know what's funny? Halloween is the one holiday they will not be celebrating. Well, not taking a holiday, but it's you you do get to celebrate Halloween oh, yeah, on land. Because it leaves December, returns September. So they're skipping the spooky oh. season entirely. What the hell is Michael going to do? Stay on land? <laughs> Don't know. <laughs> somebody said, uh, "What happens if somebody does commit a crime? You throw them off the boat?" No, there's a there, there's there's holding cells. 
On, oh, on is a, there? Yeah, for sure. Just like how every NFL stadium has holding cells down below. Oh. They have those on boats as I well. I just thought they put them in like a closet. <laughs> no, they have like holding cells oh. and stuff. And then the next time they go to port, they turn them over to authorities and okay. all that kind of stuff. Yeah, because uh, I went to a wedding on a boat. And yeah. somebody got so drunk, they peed in the photo booth, uh, thinking it was the bathroom. Oh, jeez. And then the per- the but we were on the water. So it wasn't me like, oh, let's kick them out. Yeah, what are you doing with them? They were like, well, we'll just sit them down. Then they puked all over the boat. Oh. And it was like, yeah, this is why you don't have weddings on a boat. <laughs> a good, oh, this is great. I guess somebody just texted in and said, I've done four world cruises as a chef. Mm. I would love to know your opinion on on this. Yeah, do you think uh, this, this would be too much? On this much? journey. Would this be so taxed? Would they, and this is, this is a question too, would they have to uh, shift out the staff? Yeah, you don't, you, like you get the, days the, off. The staff could not work the whole, like, you're going to keep the same staff on boat for the full yeah. nine months? Or are there certain oh. ports where, like, an entirely fresh crew would come on and Great and meet, and meet the uh, and meet the boat there Great and question. switch it out? There's, like, the complexity... And the logistics of pulling this off are mesmerizing to me. Hear me out. Yeah. We get on the boat. Yes. We do our show from the boat. Whole nine months. A whole nine months. From the boat. That's right. You get sick day three and realize that you are not meant for boat life. Yes. Nine months. But, (laughs) but, I don't know. I guess we say, yeah, cruise ships of that size would have morgues too. They have what size? Morgues. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, whoops. I'm playing a commercial. Play. <laughs> some some commercials playing off that YouTube thing. Uh, you have right. a morgue? Yeah. Yeah, they do. I need to learn if more you're on about them, boat yeah, life. If you're, if you're on them for this long, it has to be like a traveling little city. I guess you gotta so, have eh? a jail. You got to have a morgue. You got to have many kitchens. You got to have all this kind of stuff. Yeah. It's a traveling city on the water, man. Radio station? Yeah, you do. You have to have one. I saw somebody tweet last night. Like, I'd like to see like a uh, a very dark documentary feature on the stand-up comedian or entertainers on this boat. <laughs> After nine months. We've of, heard your material. Nine months of the routine. Oh, God. <laughs> Holy. Yeah, I think the person was like, if you could literally get pregnant and give birth. On said boat. Yeah. Yeah, full term. My God. All right, well, hey, December 2023, if you want to spend 60 grand. Quite the experiment. Call me now. Who is this? A huge ass. Is this two people on the line? No, I don't do no party line. All right, 977-977. You can text the show. Give us a call, too, 905-688-9797. I was just talking with somebody about if you had a baby on the boat and you had it on international waters... It's what very, do you do? It's very interesting. I'm looking. I'm looking at this. Uh, Wait, where's the baby born? I'm on. I'm on Wikipedia here on the subject of birth aboard aircraft and ships. That baby belongs to uh, the sea. Long history of public international law. The law on the subject is very complex because various states apply differing principles of nationality. Uh, there's not a very strong answer for it. My my initial thought, yeah, was that um, if you are, let's say, let's say you're Canadian, mm-hmm. right, um, that the kid would be just nationalized to wherever you are. Mm. But in terms of place of birth, um, would they mark it at sea? Yeah, that would be awesome. Uh, in addition to the question of a child's citizenship, there's a question of how to report place of birth for children born in transit. The U.S. State Department guidance instructs that a child born in international waters should have their place of birth listed as at sea. No way. While those born in territorial waters of any country would list the name of that country. 
That so you could technically. But the kid would have no uh, serenity uh, to that country. Their place of birth could also be listed as in the air. <laughs> How fun is that? So you technically on your birth certificate could have yeah. born at sea. At sea, incredible. <laughs> That's incredible. I was wondering if it would have something to do with where the ship itself was registered. Yeah, maybe. Right? Like, cause, wow, yeah, that's it, really cool. Yeah, it's an interesting really question. Cool. All right, let's get some of these texts. I like this first one here. It says, hey, do you guys, uh, do emojis show up in the text box when we send them? They do not, my friends. No. No. Whenever you, if you send an emoji to us. It shows up as a question mark. Yeah. Sometimes so, sometimes we'll see like an LOL with like four question marks yeah. after it. Yeah. Or what is clearly not a question with a bunch <laughs> of question marks. Yeah. Or what I we think wasn't meant to be a question, but yeah. it looks and we, uh, we have to do there's, there's a lot of deciphering <laughs> to do uh in the text box because a lot of times oh, yeah, man. tone and inflection is lost. It's funny. When emojis or certain things can't come through. We can't yeah. receive pictures, we can't receive emojis. Uh, so if you have pictures to send us, always use the email. We, the text box is international waters. Yeah, it is it's madness. It is, <laughs> it is lawless. Uh, would you rather have to fight a chicken? Every time you get into your car, or one orangutan with a sword randomly once a year. I mean, every time I get in the car? It would suck. Do you not think you would become an elite chicken fighter? But also, like, you're... Elite chicken fighters? Yes. (laughs) Potential band name. Uh, Album. Album, okay. Yeah, the interior of your car would be a nightmare. The chicken has yeah. to wait for you. Yes. Your all your, your seats, everything getting scratched up. Like let, let's be honest, you're gonna beat the chicken in the fight all the time. Sure. Right. But every but, time oh. when I come out there at four twenty five to every get in the morning. car to go pick you up and come to work, who wants to fight a chicken that early? You have to kill a chicken. I'll risk my life once a year on the orangutan. Yeah. See the the chicken thing is is super interesting because I imagine you would become so depressed. Uh, or would you become so depressed or would you become so desensitized to snap, throw, numb. gone? Numb. Numb? Entirely. Would the first two, two months, though, be like, oh, terrifying? I don't want to kill this thing anymore. Much as your first two months on the boat would be kind of yeah. fun. And the next six would be like, oh, my God. I think I think I would end up walking a lot of places. Yeah, I would, too. I don't know if I'd own a car. Right? Be like, let's go to the corner store. I'm going to go jet. No, no, I'm walking. I'm walking. I'm going to ride my bike. Oh, Yeah. Yeah. I still think I would take the chicken because an orangutan with a sword? Do I also have a sword? No. Oh, I thought we both did. It was a sword duel. No. Oh. It's just coming for you. Ah. It might just drop it. I don't know if the orangutan wants to use it, but it will figure it out by year two, three. Four. I still don't want to fight an orangutan swordless. Do you? Mm, no. I don't want to do either of these things. Yikes. Okay. Last one here. Do you ever have a conversation in your head and physically make the facial expressions that would be in conversation, but then realize it must look weird to someone who doesn't know you're acting out a whole scenario in your head? <laughs> oh, I've been there, pal. I have been there. Occasionally. I am I am a person who likes to overplan everything. Yeah. And I have had conversations, arguments. I've done radio bits in my head, yes. thinking about them for the next day. Yeah. It's there is there's things going on in this head. Some fun, some terrifying, that's, Carl. That's very true as well. Yeah, a lot of it is just reliving stuff that I've done wrong over and over again. Oh, yes. Honestly. It's very, very depressing. Just beat myself up for something I screwed up 15 years ago. 15 years ah, ago. You'll forget about it. Mm. Not Carl. 977-977. You can text the show. We'll get to Shelby coming up in less than 10 minutes. It's FM Headlines with Shelby Knox.
Uh, Shelby, I screwed up, and Carl was supposed to read a uh, weather tag there. <laughs> so, Traffic tag, yeah. Yeah, so here, just do it right here, and sure. it could be for news. <laughs> uh, this news break brought to you by Purple Bricks. Need to sell your home? Purple Bricks can help you safely, uh, sell safely, I should say, and keep <laughs> thousands of dollars where you need it in your pocket. Visit purplebricks.ca. Not a Lenny Stamatantos. Here is Shelby Knox. Shelby, That's good it. morning. Hello. How you doing today? Good morning. Good, good, good. good. Uh, can I read you a text message question that came in a few minutes ago? Sure. Yeah. W- would you rather have to fight and kill a chicken? Or I guess it just says fight. Fight a chicken every time you get in your car, or once a year have to fight an orangutan, but it has a sword. I feel like I've played enough uh, Legend of Zelda that I'm ready for the chicken. You ready for the go. chicken? I'm ready for the chicken. I I've, I've taken on you know every I, time. I know they're not though? technically chickens, but you know what? I've fought enough of them. Do you not think over time you would be like really upset about having to fight a ch- every time you like? How often are you getting in the car though? Not very often right yeah. now. Yeah, yeah. yeah I guess yeah. so. Eh? Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's a good point that I'm not getting in in the car <laughs> a lot right now. And you just said that it's not to the death. I mean, we could we could do Princess Bride style to the pain. Just you throw know? it out the car and drive away quickly. That's it. Now your neighborhood's overrun with chickens. That's that's somebody else's problem. That's not my problem. <laughs> but then what about the that's next free morning? free dinner. Get out there. The next morning Just you have initiative. to fight the chicken on the way to the car and the one that's in your car. No. Not if my neighbors catch. Listen. Listen. <laughs> I am from rural Ontario. That chicken is not staying around for a full <laughs> That's day. a fair point. That's a fair point. That's what I was saying <laughs> to Matt. I was like, if I become the uh, the guy who's got a chicken outside his vehicle all the time, I'm going to have a waiting group of hungry animals every day. Maybe they'll do the dirty work for me. Yeah. And grab the chicken, yeah, I mean, throw it to the waiting raccoons, and let nature take course. You, you, do you, uh, for the people who've seen the proposal... You may remember that scene where, like, the do- the hawk takes the dog away. Yeah, that's a real thing that, like, <laughs> happens. That's a real concern yeah. in yeah. rural Ontario. Yeah, we had a chihuahua enough. at one point, and when <laughs> he went out, someone had to go with him to make sure, you oh, know, something wow. bigger and badder didn't take him. Yeah. Yikes. Right? So. Yikes. Uh, hey, speaking, speaking of Ontario, there's going to be an announcement today about the latest for the restrictions, right? Yes. So uh, right now, this is, yes, an announcement for an announcement, but we are expecting more details today on what is coming with the plan to go beyond step three of the reopening plan for Ontario. We don't really know what that's going to involve right now, but we do know that gyms and restaurants are watching very closely, particularly restaurants. They've been very hard hit by this Mm. and they have been pleading with the government to do something to help them, especially as capacity limitations in other places have lifted. They're saying, what about us? So hopefully there'll be some good news for restaurants today. Carl, this is something that you wanted to bring up specifically with Shelby. Yeah, we talked about this before uh, six this morning uh, on a movie shoot in New Mexico yesterday. Alec Baldwin, uh, he's a uh, producer, I believe, on this film and also in a starring role, uh, fired what he believed was a prop gun. Uh, but it actually killed a director of photography on set and injured the uh, writer and director of the film? Yes. So what's happened here is that authorities in New Mexico are still trying to piece together what happened. Unfortunately, there has been a death on the set in Santa Fe. Uh, as you said, it was um, it, it was the DP here who was 42 years old, and the director is 48 years old, hospitalized with the injuries. We don't know what the extent of that yeah. is right now. They haven't released this. But a representative for Baldwin is saying, you know, this happened. It involved a misfire of a prop gun that was loaded with blanks. 
And they're still Mm. trying to figure out exactly what happened. Now, this isn't the first time we've actually had something like this happen. One of the most notable and well-known cases of what is supposed to be a prop gun killing somebody actually involved Bruce Lee's son. So the 28-year-old actor at the time, I believe it was the crow they were filming. He was hit by a 44 caliber slug. And the gun was supposed to have fired a blank, but they found a bullet near his spine. So this isn't the first time it's happened. It has happened before. It is always tragic and it is always confusing as to how this happens because as someone who has worked on sets, the prop people are very meticulous about props. They're very careful to make sure they're loaded properly. And even when you're working with prop weapons, if they can get you to cheat out a little bit so that you're not directly firing at somebody, they usually will get you to do that just for safety. Yeah, in terms of, you know, uh, camera tricks and in terms of shielding for, especially for members of the, uh, who may be on set, who are not involved in the scene, all those things are typically uh, part of the process. And I know, Shelby, this is why I wanted to bring it up with you. You've worked, uh, you know, behind the, behind the camera on some sets, maybe not where there's been, you know, live weaponry fired. But in terms of the responsibility of uh, uh, of the prop master, uh, if there is a, uh, was is an armorist who would be on set to uh, to watch over things like that? It, there are so many safeguards typically put in place to to stop this from happening. Did you did you ever like work on a set that had something like this going on? No. No. Okay. No. But, uh, we. I never worked on on this kind of a set. Um, but like like Carl's saying, the people who work with these yeah. weapons for film are very careful and they're very meticulous. So when this does happen, they are as upset as anybody because it mm-hmm. is. They take it very personally. This this is their job, and and when something like this happens, I can't imagine how how the prop team is feeling today yeah. having this happened. I mean, Alec Baldwin himself must be absolutely distraught. He oh, didn't mean be to so hurt somebody, to... and now somebody is dead. Yeah. This would be so tough this to is deal this with. is tragic. And again, you know, it, it's there, there's a lot of mistakes that lead up to that lead, you know that that weapon in his hand. As a producer on the film, though, you do have an overall responsibility of what happens underneath you. So the whole thing is is tragic, but I'm glad you had some details on that for us, Shelby. Before we let you go, you said you had a story of the best places to survive a zombie apocalypse in Canada? Yes. Now, I want you to take this whole story with a like a whole salt lick, not just a grain of salt, but oh. take the whole lick. It's it's all for you today. Nice. Uh, because this comes to us from an <laughs> online casino company that uh, put together a list of the 24 Canadian cities to survive a zombie apocalypse. Okay, okay. in. They've right. broken it down into the best and the worst. So I, the criteria I, I includes population density. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It includes renewable energy sources. Okay. Large spaces. How many houses have basements? Mm. Number of hospitals in the area, military bases, how warm or cold it is, the water quality, and the prevalence of hunting equipment stores. Wow. <laughs> I think Victoria, British Columbia is going to be near the top. Say, That's uh, my guess. I was going to say, like, places Newfoundland? PEI, like, yeah. island, island spots, like, yeah. somewhat populated island okay. spots. What do you separated got? by water. Island spots did not do well. I think what? it might be because of the water. Because if you get trapped, you are a trapped. Uh, sure. Victoria did make the list. It's at number nine. Okay. Uh, but number one looks like we're all going to the nation's capital. We're going to Ottawa. No Is that way. Right? Yep. Mm. Ottawa is the number wow. one place, according to this casino website, <laughs> to survive a zombie apocalypse. Easy to apocalypse. Uh, easy to fortify. You've got a large yeah. river for access to move around a little bit, I guess. In the mili- Lots of historical buildings mater- with basements. Military, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, what, what's silver and what's bronze before we let you go? Silver is Toronto. Bronze goes to Mississauga. So Ontario looks like a good Saga. place to survive. Interesting. Uh, 
if you want to go to the worst places, Mount Pearl, Ekaloui, and Charlottetown. So don't go to any of those <laughs> really? places for the zombie apocalypse. Wow. Huh. Wow. Yeah. All right. Uh, Shelby, we appreciate it. we got to jump right into sitting your ass for cash, so we will chat in about an hour, all right? Bye. Sit on your ass for cash. All right, Carl Brown, in the green room with blank amount of dollars <laughs> is... Is Stanley Rose. Uh, right. Stanley got $100 at 5 o'clock yesterday with Adam and Joseph Bricks. We've got a 7 a.m. qualifier this morning. I haven't I haven't heard their name, so I'm going to try and manifest what their job is. There you go. What do we got? 7 a.m. We are looking for Andrew Pugsley. Pugsley. <laughs> Andrew Pugsley. Professional dog groomer. <laughs> Electrician. 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 Nine minutes and seven seconds, Andrew. On the clock, 977-977. Get us a text. Get yourself on the payroll. CHTZ, an iHeart radio station. Proudly serving Niagara and Hamilton. That's Pumpkins 977 Hits FM. Soper and Brown Show. We have not heard nothing yet from Mr. Pugsley. Nothing yet from Andrew Pugsley. You've Come got on, uh, about 440 left on the clock here. Get it uh, together. Right man. now it's uh, Stanley Rose with $100 on the payroll. That was our 5 o'clock winner yesterday with Adam and Joey. <laughs> so, uh, yes, to everyone who's been texting us, I did go and clip Shelby while we played the Smashing Pumpkins. This we I've already built clip it for today, mm-hmm. so this isn't going to make it. Go into next week. But man, what a great clip it from Shelby! We'll oh. take the whole lick. It's it's all for you today. Hmm. <laughs> Tack that one on. We'll oh. take the whole lick. It's it's all for you today. And then we made horse noises. Yeah, we did make a lot of them. I was uh, while we're waiting for Andrew to hopefully uh, text us back and get himself on the payroll. I was I was having a scroll through Twitter. And uh, you're a Sens fan. You're very yep. excited to see Brady Kachuk yep. back on Love ice. Love the contract. No was, problem with what it. Was the con- what did he sign for? It was a big eight, deal. Eight, the average is 8.2. 8.2 over yeah, Sens seven years, average. right? Yep. So great deal. Mm-hmm. Nice to have him locked up long term. Yep. Uh, saw a note here. Uh, he was asked in an interview uh, what his first purchase was. Okay, classic. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, you signed the big contract. Now, you know, is it a home? What are you going to do? Yep. Obviously, he doesn't have to take care of his parents. His dad, Keith, was very successful in the NHL yep. for a lot of years. Uh, Brady quoted as saying, uh, I guess my first big purchase was I bought a recliner for myself. <gasps> that was my first big purchase. No. <laughs> Coral. Do I need Brady Kachuk money? To yes, get this you chair? do. Is that the deal? Next time we get to, we <laughs> negotiate we contracts. Down, yeah. Next time we negotiate contracts. Brady Kachuk deals or we walk. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, we'll split one Brady Kachuk deal. Yeah, that's fair. Totally yeah? fair. Come on. An eighth. I'm looking for Alex Formanton money. We'll take it. One hundred percent. Yeah. It, so, oh, you guys send this to your wife. You guys send this to your wife. Who is this? And I don't care. Will be, be the like, response. Brady Chuck's got Wait, it. Brady got a chair. Why did Brady get one? His dad's a dick. <laughs> Yours is just. Yeah. Non-existent. Not interested. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Simply. Not that interested. I guess that's the way to put it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we got to get Carl his chair. Oh, man. One day. Uh, Pugsley, Mr. Andrew Pugsley. We're still looking for you, man. Uh, you got 220 on the clock. Oh, Andrew Pugsley. Nothing there, man. <laughs> Nothing doing. Look, I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. Professional dog groomer it is. I like the person who texted and said, if Andrew Pugsley was an electrician, he'd be Andrew 
Plugsley. Plugsley. That's right. That actually made me giggle. <laughs> That's pretty funny. That made me giggle. Pretty good. I, I like that one. All right. So who's our our guy who just won another uh, hundred bucks? Stanley Rose. Again, the five o'clock qualifier yesterday with Adam and Joey is now got two hundred dollars and will continue on until nine a.m. I assume you believe Stanley Rose is a florist. Uh, paper sales. <laughs> Stanley. Uh, Stanley, yes, I see. Yeah. I like the another text came in said, you guys are making me see dirty everywhere. I just said, clip it at a sign that said, secure your load today. <laughs> Have you secured your load lately? <laughs> oh. Take a whole lick. It's, it's all for you today. <laughs> in, insecure load is on the band list, and I believe, true. actually. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that is true. Mm-hmm. Okay, we're going to take a break. On the other side of it, we do have the machine to get to. I will say this to you, Carl. I was, okay? I, you know, I was in the room for a portion of this this morning. Uh-huh. It was out of control. They- like 20 messages on the machine, and, whoo, man. None of them. No rhyme or reason. Some sorting to be done. It is. Basically, I'm throwing them in a bag. Uh-huh. I'm shaking them about. Yeah. And I'm just going to pour it on the table, and we'll see what happens. It's like a Scrabble pull, but you come out with all cues. It's a good way to put it, honestly. <laughs> Silver and Brown Show, 977 Hits FM. Let's fire it. Welcome to 905-682-9797. You call the machine anytime. Now, Carl, you've only you heard a few of these. Yeah. But you don't even understand Portions, the, the mishmash bits and pieces. of what this machine was today. Just a lot of the times it's drunk mm-hmm. and there's no rhyme or reason. But today, my God. No themes. People were it was a thirsty Thursday yesterday. All over the place. Also, uh, was it Black Bean Thursday? Black Bean? Yeah. Kidney bean Thursday? You said you were going home for a little extra shawarma bowl or something, yeah, weren't you, yesterday? Yeah, I'm just wondering. People were gassy because this was the first message. And then the second message. And then the third message. Get it together. They had to call three yeah. separate times, hold in their farts, because you have to get through the whole, hey, do this, sing yeah, song, yeah. blah, blah, beep, beep, this. They had to sit through it all and <laughs> drop those three. And speaker it down near their own speaker. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I mean, they sounded loud. Yeah. The second one was very impressive. I'd be concerned. But, yeah. Yeah. Sounded like they hurt. You know those farts that hurt a little, <laughs> a little bit? A little bit. Right? A little bit. My God. Well, okay. thanks for that. Now let's talk about rats. Just want you to know you haven't lived until you've killed a barn rat with a sledgehammer. Ooh. I think I've lived. <laughs> I, don't know, guy, I don't know if I need that. That guy would love to kill the chickens every day. Yeah, that guy. Yeah, he'd be great at it. Yeah, that'd be the guy. But yesterday we were talking about rats. And the rattiest cities yeah. in Ontario. It's funny. Uh, the shadow gov and I had to pop into the uh, like the carriage house behind the building uh-huh. to grab a couple things yesterday, and he was like. On both him and I are not vermin mm-hmm. people. Yeah. We're the kind of guys that'll hop up on the chair and not lend a hand. <laughs> and so we're going back into the carriage house, which is man, if you're gonna have a rat run across your foot, whew, that's, that's the spot. The oh yeah. That's the spot. Yeah. Had to rescue a couple. There's there's a cleanup effort happening in there. Yeah. I had to rescue a couple things for us to make sure they weren't thrown away. That's right. Just, I namely the snow pants. That's right. <laughs> if you know, you know. If you know why there's a pair of red snow pants in there and why they're important to me, you know. I haven't spent a lot of time in barns, 
myself. But I imagine that barn yes. rats yeah. would be add a buddy, huge. Add a buddy of mine who used to work at a uh, like a like a co-op feed uh, store where they would have like huge like grain silos and feed silos and stuff like that, yeah. and said it was like if you had a if you had a pitchfork and you saw one, you do what you need to do. You're supposed to take and care of it. And you were encouraged. Yeah. What a life. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's do some clips. Do the probe. Oh, wait. Actually, before we get to clips, sorry, whatever this is. Do the propeller. Do the propeller. Do the propeller around and around. To impress a chick. Helicopter dick. <laughs> what is that? It's Lonely Island. Uh, I should have known. I yeah. should have. <laughs> Come on, don't Come you on, know? Ada. Nobody huh? knows. Helicopter. No. <laughs> Fine. Anyways, I will agree with him. That is fun. Um, I do enjoy doing that from time to time. You enjoy it? Yeah. Yeah? It's fun. It's fun. No? <laughs> it's how you dry off. It's job. enjoyable. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not doing it a lot right now. It's still very sore down there. Uh, still yeah, very sore. You probably haven't helicoptered in years. I haven't helicoptered in a while. It's true. <laughs> I miss it. I miss it. I miss it. Oh, God. Bring it back. All right. Now we got clips. All right. Hey, Adam and Joey. <laughs> clip at uh, 3.54 today. All right. I did find this one. Still relatively stiff. <laughs> Adam's kind of a slut, eh? Yeah. And then this. Clip it. October 21st, uh, 4.15. Now, this one's funny for what he says, Hmm. but I feel like we could turn this into deep thoughts with Joey Bricks. (laughs) So I'm going to play a sound, and I Uh want you to give me like your best, like, it's now, it's time. Okay, Okay, you ready? Hold on. It's now time for Deep Thoughts with Joseph R. Bricks. Think about it. We all got butts. Not wrong, people. <laughs> Damn it. I meant to say, then I wanted you afterwards, like, that was oh. deep thoughts. <laughs> yeah, what? We're trying Here we go. Hold so on. you want me to bookmark we, it? Yeah, yeah. We're going to bookmark it. Sorry. Okay. okay let's on. go again. Hold on. It's now time for Deep Thoughts with Joseph R. Bricks. Think about it. We all got butts. That was Deep Thoughts with Joseph R. Bricks. Uh, that's exactly how okay. I wanted okay. it to play out. Now, a new game for you. Okay. Is it a kid or is it a cat in heat? <laughs> now, only because I've lived with a cat in heat. <laughs> I will say young child. The answer is, I don't know, but I think it could be both. What, do you think that was, uh, remember we got the call yesterday in the machine of the five-year-old at the yeah. playground? Yeah. Maybe it was. It could have been. Is that the kid? Maybe. Big fan of the Soap and Brown show. You just know he is. <laughs> We're raising a generation here. <laughs> okay. Uh, oh, did you want some feedback from the show? Mm-hmm. Yeah? Okay. Here you go. You are not good at your jobs, <laughs> and I am not a good listener. Magnum out. Magnum? Uh, I think his it? name was Magnum. You are not good at your jobs, and, and I'm not a good listener? That's right. Well, hey, at least he's honest. <laughs> Read some self-criticism in there, too. Yeah, thanks for that. I thanks. love that. Thanks for that. <laughs> you are not good at your jobs. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> All right, whatever this is, I don't even remember what I wrote down. No. Hey, good morning, boys. Morning, Hits Nation. Uh, my uh, fourth list here. Just wanted to um, sing a little song here. Okay. Straight from the heart. <laughs> Straight from the heart. You know, uh, <laughs> the uh, the text box I just looked back at is actually is, is gone a little bit wild here. The propeller thing was apparently a Wiggles song. 
Oh, for real? Yeah, he wasn't swinging it. Apparently, it was a Wiggles reference. Oh. Now, I blame you for that. Oh, I, yeah. I, what am I supposed to I do? I only paid attention to some of them. <laughs> I w- had I know that they were, were the Wiggles singing about dicks? I don't know. Also, the uh, the uh, kid or cat, somebody just texted and said, that was my eight-year-old daughter. Oh, Thanks. so it was kid. Mm-hmm. Nice work, eight-year-old daughter. Okay, <laughs> two more. I got a song for you. Uh-huh. What do you think this person sings? What do they sing? Yeah. Uh, uh, Sugar Mountain. Oh. Neil Young. Crawls at the apple bottom, James Booth with the fur, the fur. Matt the Sutton staring at her. <laughs> they hit the floor. Not singing, no. Carl got low, 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 low. Carl got low. <laughs> Carl got low. Takes a while, but I can. <laughs> Slowly. Gonna need some time to get down there. My, a little to get back up to. <laughs> Give me a hand, would you? Like the NFL player, you know, sometimes a guy puts a hand up after he gets tackled, and the yeah. guy just won't grab his hand. I'm the guy on the ground. I'm the guy. Yeah, roll over here. <laughs> All right, we could have finished with that one, but let's just finish with whatever this is. My life is a stereo. How are you going? <laughs> Matt Solver. Huh? What is she doing great out there? Uh-huh. Take care. Take a bear. Uh-huh. Have fun at the fair. Uh-huh. Breezy cheesy. Keep it squeezy. Taters. <laughs> Wait, hold on. What was that last part? Taters. Taters? Taters? Gators? I think he said taters. That's a man. Who has taken a four wheeler to the dump to have some beers with the bears? We drank beers with the bears that were hanging out at the dump. 905 682 9797. You call the machine anytime. The Silver and Brown Show. 977 Hits FM. Silver and Brown Show, 977 Hits FM at 740. Somebody just texted us about the Perry Sound dump. <laughs> you got a text here. Uh, from a listener in Caledonia said, uh, just a quick story. I went to that same dump in Perry Sound. There was a mother bear there with her cub. She got real protective and gave us a charge. We never ran so fast in our lives. Oh, my God. Are we going to have to visit this dump? We're going mm-hmm. to the Perry Sound dump. Sober and Brown Road Show? Do we do the show? To have a bad ice with the bears? Do we do a show <laughs> from the Perry Sound dump? It's, let's, a drive, it's drive time. Okay, hold on here. Perry Sound. So, <laughs> Perry Sound itself. Uh-huh. Appears to be about 255 kilometers from here. 255K. All right. All right. So. That's a day. Now, how about the Perry? What do I just type in? Perry Sound Dump? That's what I would type, yeah. Okay, I'm going to do that right now. Perry Sound Dump. Directions. Drive time. It just says Perry Sound Dumpster Rentals. Whatever. Look, we're just going to go to Perry Sound. We'll find it. I'm shake. How big could could it be? We'll just start shouting for the bears. How big could it possibly be? <laughs> is there any uh, plug-in connections, internet yeah, connections for us? Yeah, a connection. <laughs> yeah. And is there like an office there or? We've got, uh, it'll, be, it'll be interesting to see. I know we've got Clippit coming up. We've got a couple other things coming up on the show too, including, uh, uh, well, a, a note here from another Hits legend who says he's planning on swinging by the show at some point today. Yeah, so show us your hits. Yeah. We've got $1,000 up for grabs That's for right. the Greatest Hits Nation You've still got a week to get your entries in. Our cutoff is, I believe, Thursday next week. A hits legend has, well, let's let's not mince words here, threaten to show up at the studio. Yep. And 
apparently has a plan. So he says. So I, I don't know what he's going to do, but he says he has a plan and says he's here to win the money. <laughs> well, I mean, you got a week left, right? Yeah. You got a week left. Make That's sure right. you go to the website, hitsfm.com. Show us your hits. Again, $1,000. All you got to do is show us how and why you are the best Hits Nation member. So that's uh, that's coming up. I don't know if I'm excited or I'm scared. just looking at all the Perry Sound contacts here. Oh, yeah? It's a Bobby Orr from Perry Sound. I wonder if you ever had a, a beer with the Bears there. It's Bobby Orr from Perry Sound? That's right, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Hmm. I have a ton of family in Perry Sound. Yeah, about three and a half hours, somebody said. That's doable. Perry Sound. Okay, somebody said do Perry Sound landfill. Hold okay, on, hold on. Somebody said yeah, here's the key: get Carl to roll in honey again. Oh yeah, that'll help. <laughs> that'll help with the bears. You know, I text here from a texture from Wellness. I was a kid. We'd go to that dump with snacks and we'd watch the bears as our evening entertainment. No, no, that's a joke, right? I don't know. Uh, McDougal landfill site is the official name, just off the 141. McDougal landfill site. Yeah. Okay. McDougal. <laughs> Landfill, Perry Sound. What a trip this would be. Oh, oh, yeah, hey, yeah, okay. There it is. I found it. Yeah. It says three hours and 15 minutes. You know, one of my favorite parts of, of this job and, and doing it with you and, and receiving, receiving the feedback that we do is trying to explain to our significant others why it's important that you and I drive to this dump and document Look, some bears. we need to go... This is for the show. No, people are going to love this. Trust All right? me. Trust me. <laughs> what? We, we got to no, do this. It's bears. Why are you bringing a six-pack of Labatt Ice? It's part of it. Look. It's part of it. This is a part of our journey, okay? My job. This, this is, is my job. This is part of our, don't get in the way of our journey. <laughs> Clip it coming up here. Yeah, it is, yeah. ZZ Top. Give me a second. I need to call this dump. That's the dump. ZZ Top, 977, Hits FM. LaBear? LaBear? Uh-huh. A bear. A bear, bear, bear. I brought some beers. <laughs> Go do the dump. <laughs> That's the remix. <laughs> For sure. Yeah, Tracy just texted and said, I uh, live in South Porcupine. My dad used to take us to the dump to watch yeah. the bears all the time. It was great. Note here from Pigeon Mike says, you guys never gone out bear watching. That's a normal thing in North Ontario. Now, you, you and I lived in, in, uh, in Squamish, British Columbia for yep. a time together. We lived and worked there. Yep. I was there for seven, eight years. Mm-hmm. So we, you, you, you lived among bears. Bears oh, yeah. stopped being special to me because they were around so much. You see them all the time. Waiting, I was waiting for a cab one time, and a bear just came running down the street in the snow. I, I said when I lived in Castlegar, BC, yeah. first radio job, yeah. the guy in the basement left his door open because it was hot. Bear just wandered into his home. Yeah, man. Bear country. So, But no, I've never gone to the dump to watch the bear. No, not I specifically. Done that. Okay, let's get to clip it, because Shelby's <laughs> uh, sitting in the green room waiting to uh, drop some news. The digital green room. Don't forget, clip of the week, listen carefully. Text us, 977-977. What do you like? What's the best? What goes to the end of the year for the Clippies? Get those in. And here is this week's batch. Let's clip it. Clip it. <laughs> clip it. Clip it. You got to clip that. Clip it. Clip it. Oh, I got to give Soper and Brown one last honk before I pull it out. Clip it. My tongue feels numb. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was getting my ass left, right, and center in every way imaginable. I'll be nude in front of you. I don't care. It looks like you're honking off in here. Would he let me ride him? Oh, we can't wow. wait to show this to Shelby. <laughs> oh, yeah, we get to show it to Shelby, don't we? <laughs> oh, I'm telling you. I've seen this porn. <laughs> He's going to have sex with my wife. I'll be stuck in the dryer. That's sweet, sweet museum action. 
Never seen that. Never held one of those. Does he have a hammer on him? Like, is that why? You know, oh, look at it. Came up totally dry. I'm a pumpkin slut. Do you look into his cracks? They can show off their artistic nudes. Qualifies a mouth honk. It was hot and it was not very good. Having your back button balls visible. Honestly, Tim's seen it all. Sure. Tim's seeing me naked. I wouldn't care. He's working the, the, the brown. I like it. They blanked you. Yeah. Hard. It was brutal. bad. Can't guarantee that'll last because if everybody tries to do it all at once, we've seen what happens. You had your back to me. You're enjoying yourself. They can fit through the smallest of holes. Big daddy indeed. Big daddy yogurt. Uh, You're just freaking torped. Thanks, mom and dad. So we believe he does something in an office. Just comes out of me, man. Get through 18 holes. Just smashing. This person didn't really give me anything else. Carl has not seen the feminine touch of a woman. The Silver and Brown Show. 97.7 Hits FM. That's what heaven feels like. Hits FM Headlines with Shelby Knox. Shelby, before we get into anything here, did you spend uh, much time in Perry Sound at all? I've been there for hockey tournaments. Hockey Mm. tournaments, okay. There is a shocking amount of people in the text box that go to the Perry Sound dump to just watch the Bears and drink beer. Or have been as kids. Yeah. Gone to the dump as a It is a thing. Yeah. Apparently, like in rural Ontario, it is. <laughs> it was there was a during Shelby yesterday. We were playing a, a a game for our OLG vouchers called Impress the Brown, and uh, one guy's story was just about how he used to take his four wheeler with his buddies to the dump, and they would drink beers with the bears. And uh, now everybody got, is talking about how. Like, oh yeah, that no, that's a, that's a thing. I mean, we all did. Is it? Is it though? Oh yes. No, you, it would shock you how many people are texting us and they've to, done it. I would say dozens of folks in the text box. There are dozens. There of are us. dozens of them. <laughs> dozens of bear watchers. All right. Well, I mean, whatever, whatever floats your goat, I mm-hmm. guess. Yeah. Whatever keeps that goat afloat. Hey, yeah. restrictions uh, in Ontario, obviously, you know, all over the place. People wondering when things are going to be opening. This and that. There's going to be an announcement today uh, of the next step forward. Yes. So we don't know what that's going to entail yet. Uh, We've heard from gym owners and restaurant owners that they hope that they're included, particularly when it comes to capacity limits. Uh, Restaurant owners, we've heard since some of those capacity limits lowered for other places are feeling the sting and asking, why not us? So today, Ontario should announce what those next steps will look like. We don't know what they are yet again, but once we do, I will bring it to you. All right. Carl, you want to yeah. jump in? This is obviously worldwide news right now. It's story been dominating. That, story that's been in the news, the, the Brian Laundry, Gabby Petito, the search for, for Brian specifically. Uh, and this whole story has been uh, kind of a media sensation, I guess, as the, a lot of social breadcrumbs are left. Um, and there's an update, I guess. A, yeah, a they were of, YouTubers, right? Bit, so, yeah, yeah, like A bit of a close to the story here, Shelby. Yeah, so we're still looking. We're we're still doing what we can to figure out what happened here. But another part of this story that I want to touch on, because there's mm-hmm. been so much focus on Laundry and Petito here, but during the search for Laundry, at least four other bodies have been found so far. And it's, this- it's raising questions of people going, 
why does it take a search for some other person for yeah. this many bodies to be found? Why didn't we look for these people earlier if they're just being found now? That has been a big part of the conversation is, you know, why does this case in particular grab the nation's attention when there's so many missing people's cases that don't seem to? I know because these two had such a large uh, social presence and following there, felt, I think people felt like there was a lot of breadcrumbs. You feel like you know them a little bit uh, as they were, you know, traveling and outdoors kind of people. Um, mm-hmm. Gabby, of course, uh, uh, found uh, dead some time ago. The whole thing about Brian being stashed by his parents and then going on the run. Um, there's a lot to it. You know, the true crime uh, podcast networks have jumped all over this already, but it does draw attention to you know, why some other cases just don't get the same attention, whether it's from police, whether it's from media, whether it's from all of us. Yeah, and it's, it's a lot of frustration from people who are saying, well, my loved one's been gone for so long, but right. just because they don't have an Instagram yeah. following, they're not worthy of this kind of uh, of search and of a manhunt. Yeah, they didn't and you can a... understand where these people are coming from, particularly when we're talking about indigenous communities that are yes. saying, we have hundreds of people missing and nobody looks. So you can understand the frustration, particularly totally. as these bodies are only being found because they're searching for somebody else. On the end of that story, they did find uh, personal items belonging to uh, Brian Laundrie, as well as remains they have identified as his in a nature reserve in Florida. And that's where you Mm -hmm. said the other bodies. There were some other bodies also found during this process of of the search. Yeah. Last up, we are into spooky season. Nightmare on Elm Street, uh, a long-standing horror franchise, a, a home used in the original film is up for sale. Yes, the Los Angeles home from uh, the original Nightmare on Elm Street is for sale. It is a two-story home. It's got the green shingles, tall pillars, three and a half million dollars, and you can live in a house you'll never be able to sleep in. <laughs> three and a half schmill. Yeah, why not? Oh, man. It'll be absolutely fine. It sold for uh, $2.1 million in 2013, so that's a, a nice tidy profit there, I guess. Wow. <laughs> Seem, seems sustainable, this market, eh? So, so sorry, this is where <laughs> this is where it was filmed? Yes. Yeah. 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 No, this is this is where the real life thing happens. No, that's not what I that's not what I meant. What I more mean because you know how sometimes it's like here's the outside of the friend's apartment, but the inside doesn't look anything right, like right, it. Right, yeah. Did yeah. they actually film inside the home? Uh, it, it just says that it was the house that was featured, so yeah. it, it could be either mm-hmm. one yeah. here. Uh, but interesting thing Dicks. here from the real estate agent <laughs> is that they are only accepting offers until October 31st. Oh, uh, there you go. That's, that's kind of smart on there. Deadlines part. drive action. That's kind of smart, actually. Uh, Shelby, we appreciate it. I hope you have a great weekend watching the Bears at the Dump, and we'll talk to you on Monday. Sounds good. <laughs> this is CHTZ, the Soper and Brown Show, 97.7 Hits FM. Uh, Carl, there oh, is a legitimate scene happening on the front lawn of the White House of Rock. <laughs> the oh my god! What I believe to be the wolf, the wolf of Young Street, Macrame Dave, in full mad scientist gear, is on our front lawn with not one but two Hits FM T-shirt cannons. I believe in an attempt to show us his hits. So show us your hits. You can find all the details at hitsfm.com. <laughs> We've got $1,000 on the line. Best part. Oh. The best part about this. Oh, my God. He's out there trying to do something, and our lawn maintenance people have come by to cut the grass and do the hedge trimming on the same day. So there's Wolf in a mad scientist outfit who I believe is now having a conversation with one of the groundskeepers. And <laughs> He's trying to ask the groundskeepers to stop mowing the lawn. Let them do their job. Wolf, <laughs> they are doing their job. Leave them alone. For the love of God. <laughs> oh, my God. 
We so during the news with Shelby, yeah, we just looked behind us, and he starts walking back and forth across the window. I was like, "What? Who? And what the hell is outside?" Brandishing a couple of t-shirt guns, and he's trying to get I the think landscapers to stop. And then he's got this mask on; he couldn't hear us. Take the mask off. Should Wolf. we try and see if we can hear him again? Try. Okay, hold on. I'm gonna pick him up live. Hold on. All right, Wolf, you're live on air. Can you hear us? Okay, yes, I can. Okay. Take the, take the mask off, Wolf, so we can oh, hear you. Wolf. I'm here to win. Hook pass on. Stress your hook. <laughs> this is the T-shirt cannon. <laughs> yes. We we do see the T-shirt cannons, Wolf. Hold on. We're going to send Jonathan outside to you. Yeah. Did you make the poor landscaper stop mowing? Oh, what? Is he He's howling, howling now? Oh, he just fired one at the window. Oh, what the? He just fired one. <laughs> oh, my God. They are hitting the window. We're under attack. He is literally shooting T-shirts at the window right now. <laughs> These windows are brittle. Oh, my God. They I, might, don't, he I, might... don't, I don't trust him at all. Who's the other dude out there with him? He's got a handler. I don't know. He does, yeah. I just hear howling. Is he howling? <laughs> <laughs> okay, hold right. on. I don't know if he is. Does he have a friend taking the video? I don't know, man. I, gotta, where's, I thought we brought in John for we this. We did. Well, I said John. Oh, he's at the God. back door right now, but Wolf wasn't supposed to be shooting stuff yet. <laughs> oh, he God. just took off his mask. He's All way right. too hot. Huh. Okay, hold on. We're sending Jonathan outside. Give us a sec. <laughs> Nine seven seven hits FM. Soper and Brown Show. Okay, I think we're live on Facebook, right? Uh, yeah, I think John's out there with him right now. I'm looking at it right now. Yeah, John's out there with him. <laughs> Look, Wolf w- is uh, he's loading up a T-shirt by the looks of it. Is he? Yeah, he's putting something together in the can in here. Okay, so uh, show us your hits. Wolf has decided to dress up as a mad scientist. He built, we believe, <laughs> two Hits FM T-shirt cannons. And he brought a Soper and Brown-themed air compressor. He has put a halt to the landscaping going on outside the studio. They, if you've never seen two more confused people in your life, (laughs) it is the unfortunate landscapers who who drew the gig at 12 Yates today. Oh, those poor, they look stunned. Wolf is firing this up. He's wearing a Soper and Brown t-shirt out there. Facebook Live right now at uh, at nine seven seven Hits FM. Go and check it out. Yeah, Jonathan's out. There. Yeah, John's out there. He's got the camera live on this whole scene, and it is a. I'm looking out the window right yeah, now. he's is he lining up for one? Oh, I think he's he's. I think he's charging the. Uh, oh, he's he's going into the bush to, to find the t-shirt that he the fired t-shirt. the first time. Yeah, to fire it again. Didn't bring a second. God. <laughs> Good. This is chaos. This is you know, sometimes you oh think. Oh my God, he's in the bush. Sometimes, he's right there in the bush. Sometimes you think getting handed off a a jar of pumpkin spice moonshine in the oh parking lot no. at six a.m. is going to be the weirdest oh, part yeah. of your week, and then, and then it's not. He he right now is in the bush. Yeah. Trying, he can't find the I'm, shirt. I'm watching the Facebook live feed. He's having trouble locating. Yeah, no, we see a wolf. Oh, for the love of God. Oh my God. If we give him a grand, will he leave? Oh my God! He's right now. Give him a thousand bucks to leave and let the landscapers do their jobs. Okay, seriously, (laughs) you can watch it on the Facebook Live, but if you can't, I'm just gonna paint a picture for you right now. 
68 year old man is trampling through the bushes. Is, is- is right now the windows of our studio in hunt of a t-shirt that he fired and it looks like he's located it it's in the bush i'm okay. watching the facebook live he's reaching in for it <laughs> he's got the t actually john got it oh my god john went in. john found it he's loading it into the cannon as we speak and oh. is about to fire it at our window oh my god the landscapers are boggled oh. <laughs> absolutely bamboozled by what hey, is happening he's going across the street <laughs> Oh, my God, he's about to fire it. Hold on. Hold on. Oh, baby, he fired it. It didn't make the steps. It didn't even make the steps. Needed more compressed air. This is incredible. He drove from Toronto to do this, you know. Yeah. He drove from Toronto. He booked a hotel. This is K. He did. Show us your hits. Hitsfm.com. Facebook Live right now. It's still ongoing. You you have a week left. Yeah. That's what you're up against. Chaos. Now let the landscapers work. <laughs> Love of God, please. The Soper and Brown Show on 97.7 Hits FM. Oh my God. Absolute scenes outside the White House of Rock, man. He just got handed two t-shirt guns. Yep. And an air compressor. Yep. T-shirts. Mugs. Self-made mugs. Yeah. We just chatted with Wolf outside. And he, ran everything back in. That's right, yeah. By setting a timer on our phones because we had so little time. I, I wanted to try to find the landscapers to I, apologize. I hope they've either, one, moved on and left our grass to grow, or yeah. two, can get their job done now yeah. peacefully. I did want to apologize to them for having to deal with whatever I just happened out there. I hate interrupting people's work, but for the love of God, that was some content. Wow. Wow, well, Wolf. Again, uh, look, he's going to be tough to beat. That's what you're yeah. up against for Show Us Your Hits. <laughs> if you're looking we for a Hits biggest fan, that's uh, that's and, your guy. And yeah, we've got new t-shirts here. we got brand new t-shirts. <laughs> old school logo on them. It is the old school old Hits school logo. Old school logo. Yeah. The, what, do we, what do you think? We auction these off? Uh, yeah, do, do some kind of a charitable auction with the, the shirts and mug that won yeah. Wolf the, uh, wasn't the prize there a, here or something. Wasn't there a Grateful Dead t-shirt that just went up for an insane auction situation? You know what's funny? Actually, I have that story on my notes here. Let me pull it up real quick. Uh, this is from the San Francisco Chronicle, I believe. And if you've ever been shopping for vintage rock and roll T-shirts, like legit vintage rock and roll T-shirts, you know they're pricey. Yeah. Like they only go up in price. Uh, this shirt is from 1967. 1967 is in great shape, too. Uh, went up for auction uh, through Sotheby's Friday, October 15th. Do you want to have a guess as to what the shirt went for? 3000 $17,640. I don't know if we're getting that for these shirts. T-shirt was previously in possession of Dan Healy, an audio engineer who worked with the dead, uh, according to Defunct, the vintage T-shirt site that tracked the sale. We're not getting that for it's these It's a good-looking shirt. Yeah. And it's old as hell, and it's in good oh, condition. God, no. What's he doing? Wolf's talking to the landscapers again. <laughs> Wolf, please, let leave him, them alone. Let him work. Wolf, leave him alone. Please. <laughs> I'm begging you. 17 grand for a t-shirt. Anyways. Yeah. Anyways. We're going to sort this out. Okay. Look, 10 minutes from now, we're going to impress the Brown. Get yourself ready. Trivia, uh, whatever, something. We'll do that soon. Southern Ontario's best rock and the Silver and Brown shit. Dodger's drunk. It's 97.7 Hits FM. We're still trying to come down from what just happened. 
So again, uh, Wolf, a regular listener, uh, a great contributor to the show, is one of the uh, one of the nunchuck presenters. Uh, has done a ton of stuff for us, yeah. and has officially gone completely <laughs> overboard on show us your hits. Showed up here today on the lawn. You know the best part is he convinced a buddy to come with him yeah. and film the whole like interaction. Like he brought his own videographer. I want to like, know shoot his own that content. conversation. Yeah. It's like hey, yeah. I need you to come to. St. Catherine's with me for something. Yeah. Wolf lives in Toronto. Yeah. Like, well, what for? So I'm going to dress up <laughs> like a scientist. Carl Havoc from I Think You Should Leave if you haven't seen it. <laughs> That's exactly what it looked like. That's what it looked like. I'm going to go outside the window. I'm going to fire these t-shirt guns at him. And then after, I'm going to gift the guns to them as well as a air compressor that kind of works. Yeah. And some mugs and t-shirts that I made. And maybe selling? Pigeon Mike said he bought one of the shirts from him. What? Wolfie selling offshoot sloper and brown shirts. <laughs> Bitch, Mike, you bought a t-shirt off Wolf? What? Yeah. No. I'm putting this all together. Oh, my God. Bitch, Mike, you gave money to Wolf? <laughs> Macrame Dave on his hustle. Oh. Just built different. Incredible. <laughs> Just built different. <laughs> brick by brick, baby. That's right. Brick by brick. You ain't hustling, you sneezing. Oh, all right. Anyways, we gotta we, give we got a load of stuff. There's a, I'm gonna have to explain why there's a compressor in the basement now, <laughs> Lonnie. Just so you know, we had no part in this. Whew, okay. okay, OLG stuff. Yeah, we gotta give away hundred dollars. I, I don't know how you impress the Brown after yeah. what we've seen this morning. We are an open book at the moment. Bring so. anything to the table. Again, is it? It's a fun fact about something. It's it's a it, piece of trivia. It's just a story. It's a joke and anecdote. I don't care. Three of you were going live calls. Somebody impressed the Brown at 905-688-9797. We'll take 789 right now. Ah, there it is. Now, now it's, time. it's time for Carl versus the world on 97.7 Hits FM. It was freezing for a second. And then just, just need a second. Need a second to breathe, you know? We all do. <laughs> Carl versus the world. We got $100 worth of vouchers. For the Lotto Max draw today, three callers all going live. Uh-huh. Impress the Brown with whatever you think will whatever beat the got. other two callers. Whatever you right. got. Everything you got. <laughs> is that I love you, man? Yeah. It is, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, we need that. That's yeah. good. It's, and it's it's Boyle from uh, it is. Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Yeah. Yeah. That was a good pull. I like yeah, yeah. That's a funny movie. It's a great movie. That yeah. would impress the Brown right yeah. now. <laughs> what a, yeah. <laughs> You want to go in order again of, of how we picked them up? Sure, man. Okay, so uh, whether it be a story, tidbit, yeah. uh, it be an anecdote, trivia, does not matter. Three live calls, so please, gentlemen, because it is all gentlemen today, act appropriately, all right? Uh, we'll start with Dean. Dean, good morning, buddy. How you doing today? Good. How are you guys doing? Fantastic, man. Take it away and impress the brown. All right, so get pulled over by OPP the other day, mm-hmm. and... Uh, you know, cop gets out of the car, comes walk up the window. He's got his hat on, sunglasses, stern look. Uh-huh. You know, I roll down the window, say, hey, how's it going today? And he goes, you know, license, ownership, proof of insurance. I said, okay. Yep. Hand it to him. And he goes, do you know why I stopped you? And I said, oh, you're going to give me a ticket to the OPP ball. <laughs> and he says, looks at me, stern face, OPP doesn't have balls. <laughs> and then I look at him. He looks at me, uh-huh. gives me back all my documents. Uh-huh. He walks back to the car, leaves. <laughs> no, no, hey, hey. You, you him. hit him with the no balls, and he went. Yeah, impressive. We don't have balls. Well, we just we kind of made eye contact, and yeah, then yeah, just yeah, cute. Yeah, yeah. Gave 
Not bad. Walk away. Like it. Okay, I'm going to put you on hold, Dean. Hold on, man. Not bad, Deaner. Thank you. He impressed the OPP. Can he impress the Browns? I have a ticket. Yeah. Okay. Let's go to line number two. Here we got Shane. Shane, good morning, buddy. How you doing? You guys good. Yourself? Fantastic, buddy. Impress the Brown. Take it away. All right, Carl. I'm going to start off with a little bit of trivia just to lead in. Sure. Uh, September 2006. Uh, would have been uh, Unforgiven in Toronto, headlined by John Cena and Edge in a TLC match. Absolutely. And you don't, you don't know how badly I wanted to go. I was 13 <laughs> at the time and just dying to go. Right Anyways. You know WWE running on the school nights, pay-per-view. Sunday, Sunday night. not go. Yep. My mom wasn't having it. But she said, hey, listen, to make up for it, I'll take you to the Jays game the Friday night before. Oh, fun. And renew someone that worked down there at the park. And we get to our seats. Who's two seats next to me? I'm going to assume Adam Copeland. It was. Edge. Edge. Edge himself, yeah. It was Edge. Got to talk to him the whole time. Oh. I, I wish I had was a little bit older, like yeah. I knew more about the business, I would have had a different conversation with him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but those memories no, you have when you're a kid like that, the moments man, they make for he, you, man, it always sticks he, with you. He was a class act, like awesome. absolute gem of a human being. That's cool to hear, great, Shane. Man. Great right. story, buddy. Yeah, awesome. I'm going to put you on hold. Sit tight. All right, let's go last one here. And this is this is great. So uh, Wolf yeah. uh, was just shooting T-shirts over here. Yeah. And you had mentioned that Pigeon Mike yeah. uh, scooped up a T-shirt from Wolf. <laughs> is he producing these things? And guess what? The Pigeon Boys, Ricky and Pigeon Mike, somehow made it through. Boys, good morning. Good morning, party people. How the heck are you doing? <laughs> We're hanging by a thread, Mike. How are you? Pigeon Mike. <laughs> I can't believe you got through in your caller number three, but take it away and impress the Brown, boys. Oh, my impress the Brown is I knew what Wolf was up to all week, and I was yeah. able to keep my big mouth shut. Yeah. And then to make it even better, I was the ground floor of his pigeon or pigeon company what am i talking about t-shirt that he's made (laughs) i'm the very first one oh my god my goodness did you have you received your t-shirt yet not yet Okay. It's got coming, it, though. It's coming, right? Yeah. I hope not. I trust Wolf. If yeah. you can't trust Wolf, who the hell can you trust? No Frankly, I, I couldn't agree more. So. so, Mike, you and Wolf have kind of become fast friends over the uh, Soper and Brown show intranet, I believe. And uh, and you knew this whole thing was coming down the pipe? Absolutely. We also have a band starting called the Howlin' Horn. <laughs> <laughs> Incredible. Oh, man. Uh, I'm gonna, the wolf, man. I'm oh, going to put you boys on hold. You sit yeah. tight. One second. Wolf will be the howl, and Mike could be the horn, yeah. I guess. That'll wow. be the... Wow. I will say, I think all of these have impressed me in some way today. I know which I think is the best. What do you think it is? I kind of... I think Shane's story is pretty yeah. good. Dean's is solid. Dean's is good. It's a good Shane's joke. pretty cool. Mike's huh? thing's there, but yeah, Shane shared a great experience, so let's give going? it to Shaner today. All right. Shane, well done, buddy. Impressed the awesome, road. Awesome, man. Thanks a lot, boys, for giving me one of these. Hey! Oh, hell yeah, brother. Oh, the Silver and Brown Show. 97.7 Hits FM. Dirty Honey 97.7 hits FM, the Soper and Brown show. Uh, really quickly, shout out to Dallas. Mm-hmm. Uh, on their way uh, this weekend, they've got the Pee Wee Single A Falcons tournament in Collingwood. Oh. Uh, so rocking with the Soper and Brown show right now. There so, you go. Shout out to Dallas, Enjoy Dave, it. and uh, Austin. Bev. Beverly. Yeah, so, of course. Shout out. The whole fam. Shout out. Uh, somebody said, uh, Diener, tell them I'm going to use that one the next time the OPP pull me over. I <laughs> love that. Like that. You know, it, I thought Diener's yeah. story was really good. Ticket to the ball. Yeah. We don't have balls. 
Dinner story was good. Also, <laughs> Dean's buddy texted back and said, yeah. suck it, Dean. That was big sexy from this morning, yeah. You, you were this close. Hey, you know, talking about wrestling and, yeah. and meeting Edge, you actually have a story that is somewhat similar. Yeah. You met Owen Hart. I had a great sit down with him. When you were, how old were you? I was 11. 11. Yeah. I like that you were 11 and you still call it, I had a great sit down. We did. No, no, we just sound so adult. I had a great sit down. It was a show in Vancouver. It was July of 96. And uh, it was a pay-per-view show because they had just opened the new building there, so WWE wanted to run it. And uh, yeah, I was at I was at a, a restaurant called the Spaghetti Factory in yeah. Gastown, you know the one. Yep. Um, and uh, I was having dinner with my mom, who took me to the show. And yeah, Owen Hart walked behind me with uh, with two other people. I didn't recognize then, and much like Shane said, I kind of wish I knew more. I would have asked more because I realized now it was it was his wife uh, Martha, and I think it was Carl DeMarco, head of WWE Canada at okay. the time. Okay. Would have had the run the. Canadian office. Okay, sure. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah. But um, yeah, no, I brought it over. I was kind of scared because I was still at that age where like, he's a bad guy yeah. and I'm like 11. So I'm like, oh, do I approach this? I'm like, he did turn on his brother. <laughs> but I was wearing, um, I was actually wearing a Calgary Hitman WHL jersey because oh. Brett was a part owner of the team and uh, I've got some family in Lethbridge that sent me a Calgary Hitman jersey. I okay. wore it to the show that night. So okay. I brought it over. He hey, nice, has a nice jersey. I was like, thanks. Do you mind signing the match card for it? He signed the match card. And uh, I was like, well, thanks very much. I'll let you, you know, you place their order, but food hadn't come. And I was like, I'll let you get to it. And he goes, well, where are you going? I said, oh, he's going to get back to me. He goes, pull up a chair and sit down for a minute. And sat down for like 15, 10 minutes. You know, he went through the uh, the whole program, yeah. uh, the thing. He was making fun of the Ultimate Warrior because he missed a bunch of dates. And he was on, he was on the cover of the program. He's like, give this guy the cover. He can't even show up for work. Just buried the Ultimate Warrior, which is hilarious because many people have done so since. And you come to learn the guy was a terribly... Terribly flawed human, but yeah. he was the best man. He made the most time. I watched. He my, actually made you pull up a chair. I, I watched my dinner get cold for as long as it wanted to get cold. And yeah. I just sat there and I was like, "Did you just sit and talk to me?" He said, yeah, he said pull up a chair and I just sat down and That's he made so time. Cool. And just like Shane was saying, you know, to make time like that, something sticks with yeah, you. Yeah, that is really cool stuff. All right, well, we got to get to sitting your ass for cash in a few minutes. We have another chance at one hundred dollars. Sign up at hitsfm.com, and uh, we'll get to it after the Chili Peppers here on Hits FM. Sit on your ass for cash. We got two friends fighting in our text box right now. We're playing telephone with them. Diener and Big Sexy. That's right. Having a having a row. Enjoy it, boys. Okay, we got a hundred dollars worth of do, not worth, worth of vouchers, worth of cash. Yes, hundred dollars worth of cash, worth of usable in the green Canadian room right currency in the green room right now. Somebody's sitting with two hundred bucks. That's right. That's Stanley Rose, who was uh, the five p.m. winner with Adam and Joey yesterday. Mm. Uh, we did not hear back from Andrew Pugsley at seven a.m. Sorry, so pal. Stanley got another hundred bucks there, and the nine a.m. qualifier. We are hoping to hear from the next nine minutes and seven seconds, Bridget. Hanty. Bridget Hanty works. H A N T I. Bridget Hanty works um, like in the front office of a school. I don't know what school. Oh, but like, works like in the, the office like of the a rece- school. The reception desk. Yeah, some, some does something. Something in there. Something within the school. Counselor. Yeah, yeah. Something. Maybe just something within there. Not a teacher, but Not necessarily, something but there. some other role. That's my guess. Within a school yes, or yes. school board. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Bridget works. In auto detailing. Auto detailing. She's one of the schedulers that runs everything that when you make an appointment. Okay. Bridget's the first line you get through. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Bridget, text us, 977-977. You have nine minutes and seven seconds. Tell me CHTZ in Niagara and Hamilton. Silver and Brown Show, it's 977 Hits FM. And we got her. We got her. 
Bridget, and, and what was the time left on the clock? She got uh, in like eight quick. minutes and twenty seconds. Like about quick. about the time it would take to uh, to send a text and get through to our inbox. Honestly. She must yeah. have texted almost immediately. It was incredible. So uh, shout out to Bridget. Did ask her job. Uh-huh. Now get this. I said works in a school, right, in some way, shape, or form in That's the right. front office or whatnot. Yep. Currently at home with a baby. But? Is a teacher. I got to give you a point on that. Oh, come on. I'll give, I'll give you a hat. Because you said not a teacher, but in the school. So I'm going to give I you know. a, I'm going to give you 50% because Ugh. earns it in the building. I got the school. But does the thing that you actually... Uh. Discluded. I was excluded. just, I was right there. Yes. My thought was if they were a teacher, they wouldn't have heard the break. So they wouldn't be, be able to, because they'd be working right now, right. Right? right? So I was hoping that maybe they were in the front. But either way, I'm happy I got the school. I'm Take happy for Bridget. She got herself $100 and now it's on the payroll. Yeah. Next chance to play at 11 with Ash. And uh, next week is your last week for sitting your ass yeah. for cash. Yeah. And I want to say she is the true embodiment of sitting your ass for cash because yeah. she's at home with a kid right now. Waiting. Loving Listen. it. Th- this was made for her. Perfect. She, maybe she can break the record. We'll find out. Mm, yes, yeah, so as you said, Ash, got your next shot. Hey, we're going to help Ash with something today. We'll Please discuss are. that in a little bit. That's right. That'll be another Facebook Live thing, I think. Soper and Brown Show 97.7. It's FM. Let's fire this thing. Call me now. Who is this? A huge ass. Is this two people on the line? Bro, I don't do no party line. <laughs> All right, 977-977. Text the show. You can call us, too, 905-688-9797. Carl, we have Niagara Falls Comic-Con tickets. That's right, buddy. Uh, NFComic-Con.com if you want to check out more information on the event. We've got a four-pack of tickets for the best question here during this round of Open Mic, and that uh, Comic-Con takes place the 29th and 30th of October, Scotiabank Convention Center in Niagara Falls. What is the funniest or dumbest power, superpower, that you could think of? The funniest or dumbest superpower. Hmm. The ability to make people fart or burp on command <laughs> is that I would certainly be going to like some political, you know, thing where they're doing a speech yeah. Yeah. and it, there's like, and let I, me tell you, I will fight for this country. <laughs> That'd be mine. <laughs> you learn how to play the brown note, as they refer to it. The yeah. brown note. Yeah. <laughs> nice. That's how I That's pretty with. funny. Yeah. That's good. Anything I, can, I like your answer. You can't top it. There you go. Uh, okay. You're uh, getting ready to go to Vegas. Yep. For three days. Ooh, yeah. You're flying in the morning. Okay. Do you shower at night, or do you shower in the morning before your trip? Ooh, I would shower in the morning before yeah. I got dressed to go to the airport. I want it because I'm probably not showering. I, I might shower. I may shower in Vegas, but it's going to be a bit of time. Yeah. So I want the. I may land, check in, and head I'm straight going. out, at least for a bite to eat or something, oh, right? I'm going. Yeah. That first day, I'm going. Yeah. That three day trip, that first, that sometimes that first night yeah. can be the loudest night oh, of yeah. the whole three days. You shower in the morning because you need it to be as close to yeah. when you leave yeah. because you don't know when you're going to shower again. Depends. Like if that flight is real sweaty. The guy who runs hot, I know who yeah, that is. Fair, you, yeah. you might, you might take a rinse at the hotel when you get there, but oftentimes it's a bags in the room, chargers plugged in. See let's ya. go. Yep. If you had to pick one fast food place and it was the only food you could ever eat again, what place would you choose and why? One fast food place only. Yeah. For me, 
I'm going to go with Wendy's. I was going to say, are you going Wendy's? Because it's the one that makes me feel the least gross. You can also get a salad from Wendy's. Yeah. I ain't not the greatest salad in the world, but you can yeah. get a salad. It's passable. Yeah. Totally passable. That's, I was leaning that I direction. I like their chicken and yeah. I like their burgers and they got good fries. I was leaning that direction as well, just because there's a little bit of variance from the window and you yeah. can at least mix it up yeah. once in a while. Okay. Take two chocolate bars to make one super chocolate bar. What do you got? Ooh. This person said Reese's peanut butter cup and coffee crisp. Um, I've said before the O Henry peanut butter is already this for me. Yeah, the O Henry with the Reese's peanut butter, but I won't. I've already gave that answer. I do want coffee crisp involved because that's one of my absolute favorites. Uh, I'm trying to think of the other. What's the one with the? Uh, it's got like kind of a. Uh, like a German name. Let uh, me let me say this. The name of the chocolate bar. Let me say. What about the Arrow Bar and the Coffee Crisp, the wafer yeah, of the coffee with the, but the Arrow chocolate? Mm-hmm. That's I'm gonna think. I think I'm gonna go that direction. I'm trying to think of the a German chocolate bar. It's not. It's not like German. Like we have it here. I'm just trying to think of the name of it. Uh, Toblerone. A, a Wonder Bar. A Wonder Bar. I would bring in Wonder Bar and Coffee Crisp together in a beautiful union. Man, Wonder Bar does not get enough love. Does not. I had one like maybe so two good. weeks ago or whatever. So I was like, good. and that does exact same thing I said to myself. Do you, does not get enough credit. Do you know what's a chocolate bar that I haven't had in years, but is so so underrated in my opinion? Mm-hmm. Is the Three Musketeers? A three Musketeers. That yeah. whipped whatever mm-hmm. it is in the middle. I think that's a good chocolate bar. I think they sell them at That's Entertainment. Yeah, on uh, on Lake Street in St. Catharines. That does name. not get enough love either. That's yeah. a great chocolate bar. Mm-hmm. You can go back in time and watch any movie in theaters with fresh eyes when it came out. Oh, what man. would it be? It might be for me the maybe the first Lord of the Rings. Yeah, full theater with everybody. It was a full theater. It was one of the one of the times where you know I was talking about like the Marvel uh, cinematic universe and how I wasn't a comic book kid, so I go in there with kind of like my expectations or whatever, entertain me while I'm here, leave me wanting to see what happens next. Lord of the Rings was like the other thing where like my expectations were extraordinarily high. Mm-hmm. I had read the books and I sat down and it lived up to it to the point that I had to kind of sit there for a second, and go, yeah. oh my god, like they. They did it? They did it. Like, they did everything I wanted them to do. This person said Empire Strikes Back. Yeah, that's a great one. To see to see the turn, right? The greatest, like, one of the great, like, reveals in yeah. movie history for the first time again. Yeah. Yeah. But to have, the, like, to, for me to have that feeling of, like, extraordinary expectations met and just yeah. go, wow, they did it. I'll go with something newer. Yeah. And I'll go with Endgame. Yeah. Because I want to be in that theater where everyone, the the, the big scene where <laughs> yeah. everyone's coming in, the yeah. crowd's hooting and hollering. Where, I want to be in that scene. Where Cap grabs uh, the hammer. Yeah, yeah, and everyone's just, ah, yeah. he's going nuts. I want to be there. Oh, That's where I want to be. Beautiful. I want to go to the movies right now. Oh, my God. Um, okay, this one's for me. Matt, with the year you've had with injuries, mm-hmm. would you rather let your wife read your thoughts whenever she wants Ooh. or... Go through all of your medical issues again. So let's say we let's say hold today. on. Okay, hold on. There's more to it. If you cho- you can choose not to answer, if you choose not to answer, the Dallas Cowboys will not make the playoffs. <laughs> if you answer, the Cowboys make the Super Bowl. Oh. So Chelsea either gets to read your thoughts. Yeah. For three sixty five. Or I have to go through my or broken you, or leg. Let's, or let's assume, hernias. Yeah, yeah. Tomorrow you trip, 
bail, you're back in, surgery again, Everything. hernia thing again, somewhere down the line. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's, you know what you went through. I, I was witness to it. It was brutal. Not sympathetic to it, but I was yeah. here. Yeah. The, the recovery <laughs> on both was been, rough. Yeah. Yeah, rough. you're like almost four weeks out from the yeah. hernia bit, and you're still. doing okay, but yeah, I, can't, I can't imagine you took the garbage out last night. No, no, I didn't. No. I still can't. I saw on the curve, and I'm like, eh, just yep. did that. Yep. Now, I would say, when it comes to, like, secret thought, I don't have anything too insane. The worst would be when we're in some kind of disagreement. Yeah. And, you know, I, something I wouldn't typically say out loud. Or when I told you about that dream that you keep thinking about that I had. Yeah. What <laughs> mm-hmm. a coworker. You don't want to say on air. You don't want to use names here. But yeah. <laughs> That's true. Right? That's true. You got to think about that. It, I didn't think about that. Yeah. Man, I don't want to break my leg again. Look, I'll do it for you. Okay. Come on. It was brutal. <laughs> I know. I know. Oh, it got infected. I know. Oh. Back in. Hernia thing. Oh. Got to meet the light foot guy again. <laughs> oh, I do. Okay. Okay. No, you know what? I'm gonna let her. I'm gonna let her read. Yeah. I'm gonna let her read, uh-huh. and I'm gonna do my Just best to to sit straight ahead. Think pure thoughts. Think <laughs> most purely I ever have. And when we're off air, Carl, yeah. I'm going to say, you can't talk no about talk. anything. Nothing. <laughs> Do not put anything in my brain. Hands folded. <laughs> All right? You'd be like Dan Aykroyd at the end of Ghostbusters, where it's like, clear your mind. Just clear your mind. Don't think of anything. <laughs> yeah. He's like, I couldn't help it. As the Stay Puft Marshmallow comes trampling through lower Manhattan. <laughs> I'll hate it. As yeah. soon as it happens. Yeah. But man, I don't want to do those surgeries. Uh, what were you doing about 3 30 today, huh? Yeah. <laughs> what were you thinking about? <laughs> you freak. Oh, I think I'm going to give it to that person. That That's one? a great question. Go for it. It's a great question. It's yours. Comic Con tickets coming your way. Friends, foolproof 977 Hits FM, Soper and Brown Show. All right, Carl, before we get out of here, what did we learn on the show today? Oh, pal? man. We learned a ton today. Uh, most of all, we learned hand. that Wolf is an insane man. Uh, came all the way here from Toronto with his own cameraman. Let me say, insane in all the right ways, because <laughs> that was that was a scene earlier put our, today. Put our landscaping on hold oh. so he could fire some t-shirt guns at the windows from wherever broadcasting. You had a great uh, idea of yeah. bringing Jonathan in. Luckily, John got out there and was able to Facebook Live some of Wolf's adventures, including hunting for the t-shirt that he shot originally in the bushes so he could reload and do it again for the social feeds. The behind the scenes of this is so funny, because <laughs> I texted Jonathan at yeah. 6 a.m. Yeah. And I said, you up? Yeah. And then I said, you up, you up. I need you to come to the studio. Yeah. We'll pay you for an hour. Yeah. Get in here. <laughs> Just get here now. And said nothing else. Here's then, my phone. Go then, film that, man. Yeah, that's exactly what happened. Yeah. There's, so uh, the video is at the Facebook page. Evidence there, yes, on the and Facebook page. I can't even describe to you the look on the landscaper's faces as like wolf in this old man mask yeah. with, let's not kid ourselves, a gun. Yeah. <laughs> Two, like, with double barrel, two T-shirt guns, and signaling the poor women to be like, "Stop mowing the lawn." The air and they're compressor. Like, what is this man? I need to do my bit. What is happening? But <laughs> you know, joking aside, Wolf, Chaos. man, perfect. He showed us his hits. Yeah. And I'm telling you, that's yeah. a hell, hell of a submission. <laughs> 
And the guy right now has got a chance at $1,000. Sure There's does, a week man. left to sign up. Find all the details at hitsfm.com. Uh, we talked about, and this is crazy too, this nine-month cruise Woo! from Royal Caribbean. Uh, the boat is called the Serenade of the Sea. And you know what's funny? It's it's a nine-month cruise, 274 days, costs sixty grand per person, oh uh, touches all seven continents, 150 cities. It's incredible stuff. Talking to uh, a Hits listener, Carol Lynn, who worked for Royal Caribbean for a number of years. Yeah. Fun fact, she says... Whoopi Goldberg is the godmother of the Serenade of the Seas, to which I just found out that the boats in the Royal Caribbean fleet all have godmothers. What? Boats have godmothers? This one does, and it's Whoopi Goldberg. I'm glad you saved that for what did we learn today. Yeah, God, I, is that on the nose. I literally just learned it. Wow. Yeah, thanks, Carol. Right. Do we have anything else, sir? <laughs> We've got Ash in studio here yeah. uh, to introduce this next little bit we're going to do with the steep tease and stuff. Uh, prizing recap real quick. We gave away our last pair of uh, Niagara Falls Comic Con, so you can enjoy that October 29th and 30th at the Scotiabank Convention Center. Uh, Stanley Rose got 200 bucks for sitting on your ass for cash. Was our 5 o'clock winner yesterday. Bridget Hanty uh, was our 9 Nine o'clock winner currently has $100 and is on the payroll for Ash at 11. Now, so Ash right here, uh, we, we won't hey. fully break down, but we're going to be helping you with uh, a steep tea situation. Yeah, basically, I'm going to you know give you the long and short here. Everyone's always on me about yeah. how much dough I spend on my steep tea. We were talking about this earlier, which screw them, by the way. Exactly. Buy what you want. It's justifiable, yeah, I screw think. Screw them. Anyway, uh, the stuff from home doesn't taste the same, and we're going to prove that today. Are we going on Facebook Live? Uh, yeah, we can. Yeah? We can go on probably shortly after 10 o'clock for this uh, whole steep tea taste so, test. You guys are in charge of quality standards, so it lays I'm within terrifying. your hands. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. Well, Ash, we'll talk to you in a second. Carl, do you think you could be the mad scientist behind the tea? Do I have to wear wolf's mask? Or no, I... absolutely okay, not. No. Sweet. Then, you yeah. do have to put the steep tea in the t-shirt cannon and shoot it at Ash, though. I'm pretty sure the chin. <laughs> pretty... Oh, did you get any of that? No? Let's try again. I'm pretty sure the chin kills. I just don't want to wear that. <laughs> All right. We'll be live on Facebook with Ash in a few minutes. She is coming up. Podcast will be up. Have yourself a fantastic weekend party, people, and we'll see you bright and early on Monday. All right? There's a voice. Nice work, everyone. Sharp broadcast. Really good. Everyone on the floor as well. Really a lot of hustle. I liked it. Ladies and gentlemen, the weekend. Southern Ontario's best rock and the Sober and Brown Show on 97.7 Hits FM.